uh, be, and synthesize them, right? So being is above God. Then God took hold of being and took hold of non-being, synthesized them, and um, out of being and non-being came, uh, what did he say, uh, pr- uh, process or uh, process or possibility or, and, you know, because the, uh, and, and time is invented and that's what makes him God, right? That act transforms this being into God, right? Because he took being and non-being created possibility. Are you, are you on your, okay. Are you on your headset? Are you on your cell phone? I'm on my head. I'm on my, uh, Bluetooth. Okay. Uh, do you have 30 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I'm already in the studio. I got it recording right now. And I hate to do this, but you got to start over. Okay. <laughs> but could, could you switch to your cell phone just so that blue, so we get a better signal? We're sitting up here. Okay. <laughs> there we go. That's better. Isn't it? Okay. But just, let's just, let's just let's go through this again. So I called you on the phone. And All right. I was like, Jason, I'm trying to understand globalism. And you asked me what kind of globalism. And I was like, the, the kind of globalism that is looking to have this one national or international citizen, this one global right, citizen. Right. Global citizenship. Yeah, global citizenship because it's all the rage right now. We have the uh, economic world forum that is trying to do the great reset. They've been doing it. And I was telling you that the new world order is something that I was surprised that people are talking about publicly because you get used to get laughed at because you talked about the new world order and that was a thing and that they're going to try and put chips in your brain. That's actually a thing now. Uh, <laughs> and and I'm, I'm just having a hard time understanding what is globalism because everybody's talking about it, but nobody's defining it or where it came from. So what is it? Right. So, um, well... So I was here, here's, here's my take on globalism. So in, um, when you had the, um, the begin, so before Darwin comes along, everybody's already talking about evolution, evolution of society, evolution of, uh, economy, the economy, evolution of, of civilization. And, um, there begins to be this idea that civilization is evolving through stages and that, uh, there at the time they were coming out of the religious stage into a secular stage of evolution and that the secular stage of evolution was going to, you know, uh, create a, um, was going to, well, they were, they disagreed, people disagreed on what the secular stage of evolution was going to look like. Mm. But, uh, you know, Marx, he comes along and he gives one particular take on it, international, uh, international socialism. And then, um, you have national socialism, um, which we tend to just simply associate with the Nazis, but it was, there was lots of national socialists. I mean, there were a lot of national socialists in America at the time that weren't necessarily, you know, uh, wanting to, or they were, they were horrified when they found out what, what, uh, 
um, what's happening with the Jews there, but they agreed fundamentally with the economics. That's why Hitler was man of the year in time, in time magazine twice because of his national socialism or fascism. And what fascism was, was the belief that you could control the economy. If you had a few enough corporations that were working hand in hand with the government, right? So you had, you had to limit the number of corporations. And so you, so the corporations have to start getting permission and, you know, there's different ways they do it. The environmental protection agency puts, puts, uh, out a new way to do things. You know, um, this happened uh, about 10 years ago. There was a, a big push where the, the EPA put out a requirement that every gas pump, um, get upgraded to this new kind of gas pump. And they were $10,000 a piece. You could only get them from certain places, right? So, um, and what happened is all the mom, all the mom and pop stores said, well, shoot, we can't afford that. Well, the big corporations said, well, don't worry, we'll buy you out, right? So all the mom and pop store, all the mom and pop gas stations go away. And now you've got corp- a handful of corporations in control of all the gas, right? So that was happening all over the place so that you could have fewer corporations that were really large, that were working hand in hand with the government, then you could control the economy. And this is what the fascists believe. You could con- then control the economy and you'd end up with it wealth for all. Right? That, that a controlled economy was what was necessary, that the messiness of the economy was what caused problems. So would you say in- individuals, in- individuals acting on their own created the problems where if you had corporations that were led by the government, then you had... Right. Yes, you still had a a number of corporations because they still wanted the competition of capitalism, but they wanted, they didn't want the messiness of capitalism. Um, And so you had to limit the number of corporations through government actions, through the need to buy, to get to, to buy a monopoly you know that sort of thing. So Jason, is this like what happened just recently with the CDC sending out um, orders and then Facebook, Google, um, and other social media platforms then started restricting people's freedom of speech on their platforms because the government had guidelines for what was true and what was false as related to, to talking points or uh, communication. Right. And anyone that won't play along gets, um, they, they, either get destroyed or it made illegal or thrown in jail. And that's how they did it in, in Italy and Germany, Germany. So so we're, we're currently at a soft fascism right now or pure fascism. fascism, Yeah. yeah, Okay. Um, All right. So we, we're, it's a, it's growing, but so, and and it really started in, in the sixties, really uh, late sixties and um, was a big push because the Cold War, so, so um, now we'll, we'll get, get back to that in just a second. International socialism was the belief that if the workers of the world all unite and overthrow their government, that all of the nation's borders will disappear, money will disappear, private property will disappear, and you'll, the world will evolve through the revolution of the workers into a international utopia. Um, and it only becomes a utopia once the entire world joins in, right? So that's international socialism. Now, what happens in uh, the 60s is as the Cold War takes off, um, you always had 
the ability of the government to take over um, to take over portions of the economy during war, and that goes all the way back to Deuteronomy. You've got martial law limitations, and, right? So when there's when you have war, the economy needs to be um, sometimes co-opted for the sake of war, and that was always understood, right? King Richard. The Lionheart, you know, he needs to fight off um, some incursion into their uh, Gallic land, and so they he says, "All take all of these, um, take all everything that comes from these farms need to be put on these boats and shipped over here so that we can feed the army so that Britain survives." You know, um, uh, so that that's that's not abnormal. That happens in World War One and World War Two in America and in England. But, what the Cold War brings is an unending war. And so you start getting the co-opting the same way in, in war, you get the co-opting of particular areas of the economy for war, but it's a war that has no fighting. No, it's a Cold War, no end in sight. And so you get this growing fascism in the name of fighting off the international socialists, right? The Soviet Union are international socialists that are trying, that are legitimately trying to take over the world and bring in an international socialist utopia, communist utopia, right? So it's a real enemy that's really doing things. Um, it's a great book uh, um, about Senator McCarthy, uh, blacklisted by history amazing book that kind of chronicles what the USSR was doing to try to undermine the West. And so it's a real war, but it's an unending war. And so you've got this growing fascism in our country, but uh, that really just has continued to spread and grow. And now it's kind of our, our way, the way we do things. The, the problem is globalism takes national socialism, which is the fascism, nationalist fascism, and, uh, and then combines it with internationalism. So globalism is an international fascism where you've got a handful of corporations and world governments that are going to regulate the world's economy, and that's how you're going to you know, bless the whole world, take care of the whole world, because the things that, and they think they're going to end war. They think, I mean, they think, I think they actually believe that they can do this, but it's because of an underlying, um, there's this underlying Gnosticism that doesn't want value to be objective. Um, but instead it has taken economic value and objective value and, and combined them, right? So the, in the Trinity, you've got the ontological nature of, of each of the persons of the Trinity and you have the economic nature of, uh, of each of the persons of the Trinity and Jesus economically, um, submits to the father in his economic relationship, but it doesn't threaten his ontological equality with the father, right? So his, his economic and ontological 
uh, he, he's, he's got economic relationships, but none of it touches his ontological nature. And so there's no threat when Jesus submits to the father, there's not a threat to his equality with the father because economics is a different way of looking at a, per, at a, a person than ontology. Well, what happens is Hegel brings in this new understanding. It's not new. It's actually an ancient understanding. Um, uh, that's a Gnostic understanding that, uh, that reality exists on this great chain of being or a great ontological chain. Being is at the very top. And what he says is God, it becomes God when he takes being and non-being, combines them and creates possibility. Right. And so God is the highest on the chain of being underneath pure being itself. And then everything else exists between this relationship between it exists in possibility in the relationship between being and non-being. Right. That assumption is taken up that, that metaphysical assumption is taken up by everyone in the debate except Christians. Right. Everyone whether you're an international socialist, a national socialist, a fascist, you know, everyone agrees that your economic state, or, or, or actually, and at the time, there was uh, a whole other group that sort of disappeared. They were called the laissez-faire capitalists that agreed ontologically with Hegel, but, but thought that capitalism was the way to go because then you found out who was higher on the chain of being and who was lower because the people that were higher made more money and the people that were lower didn't. Right. So there's an, the ontological being of people is, is defined by their economic status. So Marx said, since we know all people are of equal value, all people ought to have equal economic status. Right. So, Oh, wow. so what the ha- so, so when he says there ought not to be private property, he thinks he's defending the equality of all humanity, the equality of all people. Right? It he it actually makes sense in the Gnostic framework that you would say no private property, no money, nothing. People are all equal. It doesn't matter what they bring, uh, what they produce, what they bring to the table. They're all equal, so they should all receive the same economic. They should all have the same receipts at the end of the day because right. their their receipts are a definition of their per, value of being. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so the laissez-faire capitalists, and um, which is what this is what most people hear when you say you're a capitalist. Most people hear that you believe some people are more valuable than other people. That's the, and. Uh, that's not what Christian capitalists believe, but that was what the laissez-faire capitalists believed. So they said, yeah, your economic value does define your value to society, your value, your human value. And we're okay with some people being more valuable than others. Well, as Christians, we're not okay with that. That's not what we mean when we say capitalism, hopefully. Right? Um, but that's what some people, but that's what the, assumptions underneath fascism and socialism are and that's what that's the globalist assumption right now 
in the, in the globalist camp, you have globalist socialists, you have globalist fascists, you also have globalist capitalists, mm. right? That actually do that, that, that are laissez-faire capitalists, but on a global scale. So there isn't a, um, Oh, I see, because that's how they keep the money going in in one way or another, because they know they can't exist apart from having some sort of flow. They need they know that they need to have some sort of flow, but then they become multi-billionaires and they actually say, therefore, I'm more valuable as a human being than the peasants. Right. So so you have this globalist move um, um, that that some capitalists, they get involved with the globalism because they agree on the basic um, ba- that basic uh, assumption and just think they're actually better right like which is messed up um, but that that's how they that's why you get sometimes like a George Soros like global capitalist working with all the socialists you think well, that doesn't make sense well it does if you see that their assumptions are all the same so that's that's i think that anyway the theological so, roots of so what would you base if i can summarize everything i think i just heard you say what you basically said is that globalism is a trinitarian heresy that 100 percent, yes that so, merges the relationship to the um uh being itself and because the relationship is different than the ontological realities of the, of of God, then therefore, um, he's there is no there isn't uh, there is friction there because of submission. So therefore, we have right. to get rid. That therefore, that those can't exist. So if you don't have a trinitarian understanding of the world, then your economics is absolutely going to lead to globalism. Well, it is now because of. The because we're post you know post Christendom is going to because it's got a it's a faux Christendom it's a fake Christendom. Interesting. So I, I'm really trying to understand this: the economic realities of an individual then determine that's the only realities that exist. Right. Right. It, so that's what yeah. happens in marriage it, well, too. It, it's the defining. Yeah. Right. It's the defining reality. So they redefine everything according to economics but they put it all inside of economics so like a husband he and this is this is really interesting so a husband um by his very nature as the breadwinner as the uh, ex, uh the person who is providing for the family in their world he's the highest being and so therefore the woman is a lower being and what we have to do is figure out how to free her from being put in that particular situation and so we have to take away what he is in order for her to be lifted to the same position. Is that fair enough to say like that? Yeah, absolutely. So that's the, in the feminism. Then. Right. It's, it's under everything, right? That's the Gnosticism is under everything. That's the, it, that's the well, issue. And the, and the Trinitarian heresy too. Like, like for them, three and one is not, a you know, diversity and unity. It doesn't exist. It can't. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why they think they're the good guy. And this is why we always lose the debate is because we debate not realizing 
where the actual disagreement is. So then how, how do we need to be having the conversation? I think we got to talk about that next week because I got to go load the car. All right, bro. Go have a great vacation. <laughs> that was great. Thank you, man. All right. Yeah. That was great. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.